Concrete slab foundation preparation. Essential steps in site evaluation and ground preparation. Embarking on the journey of laying a concrete slab foundation begins with a critical examination of the site and meticulous preparation of the ground. This initial stage is essential to ensure a robust foundation, safeguarding against potential issues like settlement or soil movement that could undermine the structure's stability. Professionals commence this phase by conducting a comprehensive survey of the location, pinpointing any impediments such as vegetation, existing structures, or variations in the terrain. Soil testing follows, providing insights into the type of soil, its moisture levels, density, and how well it can bear loads. These findings are pivotal in determining the appropriate foundation system and guiding the construction strategy. Once the site has been thoroughly evaluated, the next step is to clear and shape the area to meet the project's specifications. This involves removing any vegetation, roots, or debris that could hinder the foundation work and excavating to the necessary depth to create a level base. Precision at this stage is crucial, as even slight irregularities can lead to significant structural problems in the future. The focus then shifts to preparing the subgrade, the native soil layer that underpins the concrete slab. Ensuring a consistent and compact subgrade is vital to prevent uneven settling. Any areas with soft or loose soil are excavated and filled with a more stable material, which is then compacted to the required density. This step is key to minimizing air pockets and establishing a solid base that will reduce the likelihood of future foundation movement and cracking. Assessing the site and soil conditions. Delving deeper into the preparation process, the assessment of site and soil conditions is a cornerstone in laying a solid foundation. This involves both visual inspections and precise geotechnical evaluations. The process begins with a visual inspection by commercial concrete contractors, often in partnership with geotechnical engineers. They scrutinize the landscape's contours and natural waterflow patterns, which are crucial in understanding how moisture will interact with the foundation. They also take note of any potential water-related concerns, such as a high water table or signs of soil erosion, which may necessitate additional drainage measures or specialized foundation structures. Soil testing is the next critical step, offering a granular look at the soil's makeup and characteristics. These tests categorize the soil by grain size, measure its plasticity, and determine the optimal moisture content for maximum compaction, a process exemplified by the Proctor test. Additionally, tests to gauge soil-bearing capacity, such as the standard penetration test, SPT, or plate load test, are performed to ensure the ground can support the structure without excessive settling. In earthquake-prone areas, tests like shear wave velocity are employed to assess soil behavior under seismic forces. The insights gained from these assessments are invaluable, allowing the design team to predict how the soil will behave under the foundation and to plan accordingly. This may lead to modifications in the foundation's design or the implementation of soil stabilization measures, ensuring the commercial structure's durability and safety. Through this thorough evaluation, contractors can craft foundations that are not only tailored to the site's unique conditions but also resilient for years to come. Site evaluation and ground preparation. Clearing and excavating the site. Once the initial groundwork of site and soil evaluation is complete, Attention turns to the meticulous process of clearing and excavating the area designated for the concrete slab foundation. This stage is pivotal as it involves the removal of obstructions that could compromise the integrity of the foundation, such as vegetation, remnants of previous structures, and other debris, particularly organic matter that might decay and cause subsidence. The process commences with the uprooting of trees and shrubbery, ensuring that all roots are thoroughly removed to avert any future growth that might threaten the foundation's stability. 
Subsequent to this, the land may be sculpted to align with the predetermined contours and elevations detailed in the architectural plans. The excavation phase is tailored to meet the design requirements of the slab and the unique characteristics of the soil. Adhering to the specified depth and slope is crucial for a robust foundation, taking into account the space needed for any sub-base layers. At this juncture, it's also essential to address site drainage, shaping the terrain to guide surface water away from the foundation area, thus reducing the risk of water damage. Care must be taken to ensure that the excavation does not compromise adjacent structures or buried utilities. Management of the excavated material is a critical aspect of site logistics, necessitating designated zones for storing usable fill or for the disposal of excess soil. This step is integral to keeping the job site orderly and safe. The excavation stage lays the groundwork for all subsequent construction phases. Any deviations from the planned measurements or levels must be rectified at this point to ensure the foundation's quality and precision. With the site now cleared and properly excavated, the stage is set for the essential tasks of soil compaction and stabilization, which will create a firm bedrock for the foundation, leading seamlessly into the next phase of preparation. Soil compaction and stabilization. Progressing from a well-prepared excavation, the focus shifts to soil compaction and stabilization, key processes that enhance the ground's ability to support the foundation by minimizing settlement risks and bolstering load-bearing capacity. Techniques for soil compaction. Compaction is achieved through the strategic use of heavy machinery that consolidates the soil, eliminating air voids and increasing density. The choice of machinery, be it rollers, rammers, or vibratory plate compactors, is influenced by the soil's composition and the required compaction depth. Cohesive soils, such as clay, respond well to machinery that applies a kneading action, whereas equipment that delivers a vibratory force is more effective for compacting granular soils. To verify the compaction level, field density tests are conducted. These tests, including the nuclear gauge and sand cone methods, measure the soils in place density against the maximum dry density established by laboratory proctor tests, ensuring that the compaction meets or exceeds the project's standards. Improving soil bearing capacity. Stabilization techniques are employed to fortify the soil's properties and enhance its load bearing capabilities, addressing potential erosion or settlement issues. Depending on the soil analysis, mechanical stabilization might be utilized, which involves blending different soil types or incorporating reinforcing layers such as geotextiles. Alternatively, chemical stabilization can be applied, introducing binders like lime, cement, or fly ash that chemically interact with the soil to strengthen it and reduce plasticity. The chosen stabilization method is dictated by a thorough analysis of the soil's characteristics, ensuring that the foundation will be resilient to environmental changes. Ensuring uniform compaction and stabilization across the entire foundation base is vital to prevent differential settlement, which could lead to structural damage. With these processes complete, the foundation is now ready to support the upcoming stages of formwork, reinforcement, and concrete placement. Techniques for soil compaction. Creating a stable base for your concrete slab foundation hinges on the proper compaction of soil. The method chosen for this crucial step is contingent upon the soil's characteristics and the project's unique demands. Dynamic compaction. This approach involves the use of machinery to deliver a powerful force to the soil, often by dropping a substantial weight from above. It's particularly effective for achieving deep compaction in soils with larger grain sizes. Vibratory compaction. When dealing with granular soils, vibratory compactors are the go-to choice. These machines generate vibrations that reposition soil particles closer together, resulting in a more compact substrate. 
Equipment such as plate compactors and vibrating rollers, including both smooth-wheeled and sheepsfoot varieties, are instrumental in this process. Static compaction. For soils that require less intense compaction, such as sandy soils, static compaction is a reliable method. It utilizes the sheer weight of heavy machinery to compress the soil, a process that, while slower, yields consistent results. Static drum rollers are the standard tool for this technique. Kneading compaction. Cohesive soils, like clay, respond well to kneading compaction. This method applies pressure in a deliberate, massaging action that expels air pockets from the soil, much like kneading bread dough. Equipment such as sheep's foot or padfoot rollers are adept at providing the necessary manipulation and pressure. Impact compaction. Suited for compacting granular soils, impact compaction involves dropping weights onto the soil surface from a height, compacting the soil through forceful contact. Tools such as rammers, commonly known as jumping jacks, are particularly useful for this method, especially in confined areas like trenches. Water-assisted compaction. In scenarios involving sandy soils, introducing water can aid compaction by enabling soil particles to settle into a tighter formation. However, it's crucial to manage the moisture content meticulously to prevent oversaturation, which could undermine soil stability. Continuous testing throughout the compaction process is vital to ensure the soil achieves the necessary density and meets project specifications. Once the desired compaction level is confirmed, the groundwork is set for the next phases, including the installation of formwork and the pouring of concrete. Improving soil bearing capacity. Ensuring the soil beneath a concrete slab can adequately support the structure's weight is paramount. Enhancing the soil's bearing capacity is a targeted process that follows initial compaction, aimed at fortifying the soil and mitigating the risk of future settlement. Mechanical stabilization. This technique involves the strategic blending of soil aggregates to fill gaps and increase density. It may also incorporate geosynthetic reinforcements like geotextiles or geogrids, which distribute loads more evenly and reduce shifting. Chemical stabilization. Incorporating binding agents such as lime, cement, or fly ash can alter the soil's physical properties. These substances interact with the soil on a chemical level, enhancing its strength and reducing its tendency to change volume with moisture fluctuations, ideal for cohesive soils. Preloading. Preloading exerts a designated load on the soil over time, allowing it to consolidate and settle naturally. Although this method is time-consuming, it can be cost-effective and ensures that any potential soil settlement occurs before the construction phase. Stone columns. For soils with inadequate drainage, stone columns or vibro-compaction can be an effective solution. This method involves creating vertical columns filled with aggregate to improve drainage and increase soil stiffness, thereby enhancing bearing capacity. Grouting. Grouting involves injecting a flowable material into soil voids to bind particles together, creating a more cohesive mass. Techniques like compaction grouting can significantly bolster the soil's density and load-bearing capabilities. Selecting the appropriate soil improvement technique requires a thorough analysis of the soil conditions and type. Once the bearing capacity is optimized, the site is primed for subsequent construction steps, including the precise layout and assembly of the concrete slab's formwork. Foundation layout and formwork. Embarking on the journey of laying a concrete slab foundation, one must give due diligence to the precision of the foundation's layout and the integrity of the formwork. This phase is pivotal, as it sets the stage for the concrete's placement and eventual curing. Measuring and marking foundation perimeter. The process commences with the transference of architectural blueprints onto the physical site. Employing advanced surveying tools, such as theodolites or laser levels, 
professionals meticulously pinpoint the foundation's corners. The exact dimensions of the slab, along with its orientation, are carefully considered, ensuring adherence to property lines and site features, in compliance with local regulations. To define the foundation's boundaries, strings or chalk lines are utilized to create straight lines and precise angles. It is essential to confirm the accuracy of these measurements and the layout's squareness to avert any misalignments that could arise in later construction stages. Formwork material selection and installation. The selection of materials for formwork, or shuttering, is influenced by various factors including budget, complexity, and the desired finish of the concrete surface. Wood is a popular choice for its adaptability and ease of shaping, while metal or plastic options offer longevity and are favored for larger-scale endeavors. The installation of formwork demands a keen eye to ensure it is both solid and sealed to prevent any leakage of concrete. Support systems and braces are strategically placed to uphold the formwork's stability throughout the concrete pour, ensuring it remains level and true. Formwork may also incorporate features for embeds, blockouts, and other structural components that are integral to the slab's design. Adjustable elements in modern formwork systems allow for versatility in managing different wall heights and slab thicknesses. The meticulous construction of formwork is a testament to its impact on the final appearance and quality of the concrete slab. A rigorous inspection is conducted prior to the pour, ensuring the absence of any imperfections that could mar the finished product. This phase's successful completion is a cornerstone for the forthcoming steps, including steel reinforcement, paving the way toward a robust and precisely crafted concrete slab foundation. Measuring and marking foundation perimeter. The precision with which the foundation perimeter is measured and marked is a linchpin in aligning the concrete slab with the architectural vision and fitting it seamlessly within the designated site. This meticulous task sets the tone for the entire construction endeavor. Contractors initiate this process by establishing a reference line from a fixed point, such as an existing structure's corner or a surveyor's stake. This baseline serves as the anchor from which the foundation's extremities are delineated. Instruments such as transits, total stations, or GPS devices are employed to ensure pinpoint accuracy in marking the corners. These critical points are then connected with string lines, outlining the future edges of the foundation. Ensuring the layout's squareness is a non-negotiable step, often achieved through the 3, 4, 5 triangle method, which confirms right angles. Alternatively, laser levels or builder's squares can be utilized for this verification. The width of the formwork is also taken into account, necessitating an outward adjustment of the perimeter lines to accommodate the formwork's thickness. This ensures that the concrete's dimensions remain true to the plans once the forms are erected. For larger projects, additional stakes and strings may be employed to define the entire perimeter, aiding in maintaining precision during formwork setup. A thorough inspection of the marked perimeter is imperative before moving forward. This ensures that every measurement aligns with the design specifications. Only after this detailed review can the project progress to the critical stage of formwork construction. Formwork material selection and installation. Selecting the appropriate formwork material is a cornerstone in laying a robust concrete slab foundation. Formwork, the temporary structure that holds wet concrete in place, must be resilient and sturdy to withstand the concrete's weight and hydrostatic pressure. The choice of formwork hinges on various factors, including the project's scale, complexity, and the desired finish of the concrete surface. For versatility and ease of customization, timber stands out as a prime choice. It can be cut to any dimension and is often paired with plywood for a finer finish. Timber formwork is particularly advantageous for intricate designs or smaller scale projects. On the other hand, 
Metal formwork, crafted from steel or aluminum, offers superior strength and endurance, supporting heavier loads with ease. Its reusability makes it a cost-effective option for large projects with repetitive structures, and it leaves a smooth finish on the concrete. Lightweight and user-friendly, plastic formwork is another option, especially for straightforward projects. It typically comes in modular systems or interlocking panels, streamlining the installation process. In niche applications, fabric formwork is employed to create distinctive architectural finishes by conforming to various shapes, although it is less prevalent for standard slab foundations. After selecting the optimal material, the installation process unfolds as follows. The formwork framework is constructed along the designated perimeter, ensuring it is level and square to align with design plans. Bracing and shoring are strategically placed to reinforce the formwork panels and supports, mitigating any potential deformation or movement during the concrete pour. Contractors ensure all corners are tightly sealed, employing sealants and chamfer strips to prevent concrete leakage. The entire assembly is meticulously aligned using levels and plumb lines, guaranteeing its vertical and horizontal accuracy. Ties and spreaders are installed to preserve the correct spacing between formwork sides, preventing any blowouts. Embeds such as anchor bolts and sleeves are positioned as per the construction plans. A comprehensive inspection follows, scrutinizing the setup's sturdiness, alignment, and integration of components, which is paramount before the concrete is introduced. The diligence exercise during formwork installation is a determining factor in achieving a foundation that is both structurally sound and dimensionally accurate. Reinforcement placement. Incorporating reinforcement into a concrete slab foundation is essential for bolstering its structural integrity and longevity. Reinforcement materials are adept at bearing tensile forces, a task at which concrete alone would falter due to its inherent weakness in tension. Steel rebar, the predominant reinforcement material, is available in various grades and sizes to meet the tensile requirements of different projects. The selection and arrangement of rebar are guided by structural engineering principles, taking into account the anticipated loads, soil characteristics, and compliance with local building codes. For broader coverage with reduced labor, welded wire mesh, WWM, is also a viable reinforcement option. With the formwork inspected and in place, the reinforcement process proceeds as follows. Reinforcing bars are arranged in a grid pattern or as specified in the design plans, with precise spacing to fulfill structural demands. With the formwork inspected and in place, the reinforcement process proceeds as follows. Reinforcing bars are arranged in a grid pattern or as specified in the design plans, with precise spacing to fulfill structural demands. Spacers or chairs are employed to elevate the bars off the ground, ensuring they are optimally positioned within the slab's thickness. At each intersection, bars are securely tied together to maintain their alignment during the concrete pour. Adequate concrete cover is maintained around the reinforcement to shield the steel from potential corrosion and fire damage. In scenarios demanding heightened strength, such as industrial flooring or areas with heavy machinery, post-tensioning may be applied. This technique involves threading tendons through the concrete, which are then tensioned once the concrete has set. Extra reinforcement is judiciously placed around openings, edges, or points of concentrated load to fortify these critical areas. Precision is key when integrating reinforcement for embedded items like anchor bolts, ensuring seamless incorporation with the slab. The reinforcement placement is a meticulous process that lays the groundwork for a slab capable of resisting cracking and sustaining its intended loads for years to come. Following the reinforcement setup, a thorough inspection is conducted, setting the stage for the concrete pour in the slab's formation. 
choosing the right reinforcement. The integrity of a concrete slab foundation hinges on selecting the optimal reinforcement, which is tailored to the project's specific demands and anticipated stresses. This critical choice is typically the purview of a structural engineer, who bases their decision on the detailed project design. Steel rebar. Rebar, with its superior tensile strength and compatibility with concrete, is a popular reinforcement choice. When selecting rebar, consider the following. Size. The diameter of the rebar is critical and is selected to meet the structural load demands. Sizes vary, typically from number 3 to number 11, with the numeral indicating the diameter in eighths of an inch. A larger diameter equates to enhanced reinforcement capabilities. Grade. The grade signifies the rebar's tensile yield strength. Common grades are 40, 60, and 75, with the grade number representing the minimum yield strength in KSI. Selection of a higher grade corresponds with the need to support heavier loads. Type. Rebar comes in various forms, including carbon steel, epoxy coated for corrosion resistance, stainless steel for superior corrosion resistance, and galvanized for added protection against corrosion. The choice depends on environmental exposure and the expected lifespan of the project. Welded wire mesh, WWM. WWM, composed of steel wires welded at set intervals, offers an alternative reinforcement method. It comes in sheets or rolls, with selection criteria including spacing. The mesh pattern is chosen to distribute loads evenly and to limit potential cracking. Wire gauge. Wire thickness is determined by the slab's load-bearing requirements. Fibers. Concrete can be enhanced with fibers such as steel, glass, or synthetic varieties to bolster its structural integrity and resistance to cracking. These fibers are often used in tandem with traditional rebar or WWM. Post-tensioning tendons. For certain designs, post-tensioning with steel cables or tendons offers a robust solution for supporting substantial loads. These tendons are threaded through the concrete and tension post-curing. The reinforcement material selection process considers soil conditions, the intended use of the building, load characteristics, climate factors, and economic implications of different materials. A judicious choice ensures the foundation is aptly reinforced for its designated purpose. Securing reinforcements within forms. Once the appropriate reinforcement has been chosen, precise placement and secure fastening within the formwork are imperative. Proper securement guarantees that the reinforcement remains stationary during the concrete pour and curing phases, maintaining the foundation's design structural integrity. To secure the reinforcement, the following procedures are employed. Grid layout. The reinforcement, whether rebar or WWM, is arranged inside the formwork to mirror the engineering plan's specified grid pattern. This grid underpins the concrete, enhancing its tensile strength. Support use. Supports like concrete blocks, metal chairs, or plastic spacers are utilized to keep the reinforcement at the proper elevation within the slab. Correct spacing of these supports is essential to prevent sagging and to ensure the reinforcement is at the correct depth. Intersection binding. Rebar intersections are securely tied to form a stable matrix, typically using tie wire. For WWM, lap splices ensure continuity where sheets or rolls meet. Edge clearance. Adequate clearance is maintained around the reinforcement to ensure proper concrete cover, which is vital for corrosion protection and fire resistance. Enhanced reinforcement zones. Areas that will bear heavier loads or have openings may require additional or thicker reinforcement. These zones often undergo more rigorous inspection. Embed accommodation. The reinforcement layout must account for embedded items, such as pipes or anchor bolts, ensuring no interference with these elements. 
Inspection. A thorough inspection confirms the correct placement of the grid within the formwork, checking for proper positioning, support spacing, clearances, and overall structural integrity. By meticulously securing the reinforcement within the forms, the risk of displacement during concrete placement is mitigated, ensuring the reinforcement is effectively encased within the concrete, providing the necessary tensile strength for the slab foundation. Utility integration. Incorporating utilities into a concrete slab foundation is a pivotal step, ensuring that essential services like plumbing, electrical wiring, and telecommunications are seamlessly integrated. This foresight in the preparation phase is critical to support the building's functionality while avoiding the need for later modifications that could disrupt the structure. Planning for in-slab utilities. The coordination of utility integration is a multidisciplinary effort, requiring input from engineers, architects, and utility experts. The blueprints serve as a detailed guide, pinpointing the precise trajectories and placements for all in-slab components. The design aims to optimize the layout of these utilities, ensuring they do not interfere with the structural integrity of the building while adhering to building codes and operational necessities. Securing utilities and plumbing. Following the meticulous planning phase, the groundwork for utilities begins. This may involve carving out channels within the formwork to house the various services. Pipes, conduits, and other necessary elements are strategically positioned and affixed either to the base or within the reinforcement matrix prior to the introduction of concrete. Key installation considerations include sleeves and inserts. To facilitate the passage of services through the concrete, sleeves are strategically positioned within the forms. These act as conduits, ensuring unobstructed access once the concrete has cured. Embedding utility lines. Laying out utility lines in accordance with the construction schematics is crucial, with particular attention paid to the gradient and structural support to prevent any shifting during the concrete pour. Anchoring points. For utilities that will connect to above slab fixtures, anchoring points are embedded within the foundation. These must be precisely placed to align with the specifications of the subsequent fixtures. Protective measures. To safeguard sensitive utility lines from the concrete, protective conduits or layers are employed, which also simplifies future maintenance or replacement tasks. Building inspections. Before the concrete is poured, inspections by local authorities are indispensable to confirm that the utility installations meet all regulatory and safety standards. The meticulous integration of utilities is essential to avoid future construction dilemmas and to ensure the longevity and efficiency of the building's foundational services. Planning for in-slab utilities. The strategic incorporation of in-slab utilities is a foundational aspect of construction, pivotal for the building's operational effectiveness. The integration of electrical, plumbing, HVAC, and communication systems within the concrete slab requires precise planning to ensure they are both accessible and functional. The planning process encompasses several critical steps. Detailed mapping. To avoid conflicts with structural components, utilities are meticulously mapped, detailing their dimensions, pathways, and fixture locations. Coordination with all stakeholders. A harmonious plan is developed through collaboration among MEP engineers, architects, and concrete specialists, ensuring alignment with the design vision and construction timeline. Code compliance. Utility placement must conform to local regulations, which govern aspects such as clearances and protective measures for embedded systems. Accessibility. Future maintenance or upgrades are considered, with plans for access points or modular sections as needed. Elevation and slope considerations. The layout of plumbing, in particular, requires precise elevation and slope planning to facilitate proper drainage and system functionality. Impact on foundation structural integrity. 
the structural integrity of the concrete must remain uncompromised, even with the integration of utilities. Any necessary adjustments to the reinforcement for utility installation are carefully managed. Allowances for movement. Provisions for the expansion and contraction of concrete are included to prevent any damage to the utilities. Cross-reference with other plans. Utility layouts are meticulously cross-checked with architectural and structural plans to ensure consistency and accuracy. With the planning phase complete and all systems thoroughly vetted, the installation of utility rough-ins proceeds, setting the stage for the concrete pour. This level of preparation is instrumental in circumventing future alterations that could impact the structure's integrity or incur significant costs. Securing utilities and plumbing. With a strategic blueprint for in-slab utilities in hand, the focus shifts to their meticulous installation. This phase is critical to ensure the seamless functionality of these systems post-pour. Here's a rundown of the essential steps for embedding utilities and plumbing within the concrete slab. Trenching. Carve out trenches in the formwork to accommodate utility conduits such as water and electrical lines, ensuring they're nestled in the slab's protective middle third. Support and alignment. Once utilities are laid in their trenches, they require firm support to prevent any shifting. Utilize non-corrosive brackets and hangers at regular intervals to maintain alignment especially for drainage systems where a precise slope is non-negotiable. Sleeves and inserts. For utilities traversing the slab, install sleeves or inserts ahead of time. These components should be robust enough to resist the compression forces of the concrete and facilitate the threading of services later on. Securing to ground or rebar. Affix conduits and pipes firmly to the ground with stakes or to the reinforcing mesh to ensure they remain immobile during the pour. Waterproofing. Seal around any plumbing that pierces the slab to block moisture ingress. Employ high-quality sealants to safeguard the slab's integrity. Inspection points and cleanouts. Embed necessary cleanouts and inspection points within the plumbing system, marking them clearly for future access. Additional protective measures. Shield utility lines from potential damage by rebar or concrete's chemical properties using wraps or spacers. Verification and inspection. Conduct a comprehensive review to confirm that all utility lines are well supported, correctly angled, and shielded. This step may include an official inspection to ensure compliance with building standards and readiness for concrete placement. Adhering to these protocols guarantees that the utilities and plumbing will not only meet design and regulatory benchmarks but also remain intact and functional throughout the lifespan of the structure. Final preparations before pouring concrete. Prior to the arrival of the concrete, a series of pivotal final checks and preparations must be undertaken. This phase is the linchpin to a successful pour in the longevity of the slab. Installing a moisture barrier. Lay a robust polyethylene sheet across the prepared ground within the formwork to block soil moisture from seeping into the concrete, a critical step for indoor slabs to prevent mold and structural compromise. Formwork inspection and cleaning. Re-examine the formwork to ensure its sturdiness, secure bracing, and the absence of gaps. The cleanliness of the formwork is also paramount. Remove any debris or water that could interfere with the concrete's curing process. Reinforcement and utility recheck. Following the guidelines from previous sections, verify the reinforcement's placement and security. Concurrently, perform one last review of the utilities to ensure they remain in their designated positions. Pre-pour inspection. A thorough pre-pour inspection, often involving a team of professionals, is essential to validate the project's adherence to plans and building codes. Any issues identified must be rectified before the concrete is poured. Site preparation. Ensure clear access for the concrete delivery and establish a strategy for evenly distributing the concrete, 
possibly involving pumps or conveyors if direct truck access is unfeasible. Weather consideration. Monitor the weather closely. Adverse conditions could affect the pour or curing process, potentially requiring a rescheduled pour. Equipment and personnel readiness. Confirm that all tools and machinery are on-site and operational. Additionally, brief the crew on the day's procedures, emphasizing safety protocols and the timing of the pour. These final steps are designed to pave the way for a seamless concrete pour, setting the stage for a foundation that is both structurally sound and compliant with all project specifications. Installing a moisture barrier. A moisture barrier serves as the unsung hero in safeguarding your concrete slab from the detrimental effects of water and vapor. This layer is strategically positioned atop the subbase, acting as a shield prior to the concrete's introduction. Choosing the appropriate vapor retarder. Selecting the right vapor retarder is pivotal, with options ranging from standard polyethylene plastic sheeting to more robust varieties for moisture-intensive scenarios. The sheeting's thickness, typically between 6 and 15 mils, is contingent upon the specific demands of the environment and the soil's moisture profile. Subbase smoothing. Prior to deploying the moisture barrier, it's imperative to ensure the subbase is uniformly compacted and smooth. This stage involves meticulous removal of any sharp elements and ensuring the area is devoid of any pooled water or loose debris. Barrier deployment. Roll out the sheets to envelop the slab's footprint, overlapping edges by a minimum of 6 inches to create a seamless defense. These overlaps are then sealed with a tape designed to resist moisture, fortifying the barrier's integrity. Edge anchoring. To maintain the barrier's position during subsequent concrete pouring and finishing, anchor its edges with weights or affix them to the formwork. This step is crucial to ensure the barrier's effectiveness is not compromised. Accommodating penetrations. For elements such as pipes that intersect the slab, tailor the barrier to snugly fit around them, sealing these junctures with tape or specialized boots that thwart moisture entry. Quality assurance. Conclude with a thorough inspection of the barrier, vigilantly searching for and rectifying any tears or punctures. This attention to detail is essential for the longevity of the concrete slab and the prevention of moisture-induced complications. Formwork inspection and cleaning. Prior to the pivotal moment of the concrete pour, the formwork demands a rigorous examination and cleansing. This step is critical to ensure the formwork's readiness to accurately shape and support the concrete during its initial setting stage. Structural integrity check. Begin with a detailed structural review, verifying the robustness and correct installation of all formwork components. This encompasses an evaluation of bracing, ties, and supports for their ability to resist the concrete's weight and fluid pressure as well as an assessment of panel alignment and joint tightness. Inner surface review. The formwork's interior surfaces, soon to interface with the concrete, must be pristine and smooth. Any foreign substances or remnants could mar the concrete's finish or hinder the bond between the two materials. Cleansing ritual. The cleaning process involves eradicating any loose materials through sweeping or vacuuming, removing moisture or frost, which could adversely affect the concrete's curing process. Applying release agents judiciously, if utilized, to promote effortless form removal post-curing. Seal scrutiny. Ensure all joints within the formwork are hermetically sealed to prevent concrete bleed and achieve a flawless surface finish. Final touches. Conclude with a comprehensive check to confirm the presence and secure attachment of all embeds and blockouts. Reaffirm that the formwork is sealed tightly enough to withstand the concrete's pressure without deforming. Double-check that the formwork's height aligns with the slab's design specifications. With these inspections and adjustments complete, the formwork stands prepared to receive the concrete, 
its condition a testament to the potential quality of the foundation slab's surface and structural integrity. Pouring and finishing the concrete slab. Embarking on the pouring and finishing stages is pivotal for the integrity and functionality of a concrete slab foundation. Mastery in these steps is essential for ensuring the slab's durability and its ability to withstand the test of time. Concrete pouring timing and technique. The success of a concrete pour hinges on meticulous timing. Scheduling the arrival of concrete is a delicate dance that aims to minimize downtime and promote a seamless flow of material. This continuity is vital to avert the formation of cold joints, which can compromise the structural integrity of the slab. The pouring process typically commences at the most distant corner from the concrete's mixing or delivery point, advancing in a systematic fashion to guarantee even distribution and proper compaction. It's crucial to pour the concrete slightly above the form level, spreading it carefully to maintain the integrity of the mix. Utilizing concrete vibrators during the pour is crucial to dislodge any trapped air, ensuring the mixture encapsulates the reinforcement and reaches every nook of the formwork. Controlling the pour rate is equally important to maintain the slab's designated thickness. Leveling and surface finishing. Once the concrete is in place, leveling begins. Whether using a screed board or a power screed, the goal is to achieve a flat and even surface at the correct height. Frequent checks with string lines or laser levels are imperative to maintain accuracy, 